It's that Harlem night, ayy. Gonna turn it up, please. I'm Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with yeah. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing well. Yes. All right. We in Georgia today. Well, we all over the place. We just traveling. We're going to start off with the state of Georgia, a multi-crime, a multi-county crime spree. A driver sets a fires. He's setting fires. He tries to run a deputy over. He leads officials on a chase. This is happening. This happened in Cleveland, Georgia. There's more to the story on the wild chase. A suspect led White County law enforcement on Saturday morning. Now, Habersham County officials say he ran amok in their jurisdiction first. According to the Habersham County Sheriff's Office, 53-year-old Alan Paul Hines of Cleveland began his Saturday morning breaking into a shop located on the property of 562 Sutton Road. They said he stole multiple items. He loaded them into his Penske box truck and then set a Chevrolet Silverado pickup truck there on fire before leaving. That's where White County deputies pick up the story at 11 in the morning. The deputies in Cleveland noticed the truck driving down Highway 115 East with several household items, including furniture, spilling out the back of the Penske truck. It's not clear whether the White County officials knew about the um, aforementioned incident in Habersham County. But they told the media they tried to get the driver's attention. Mr. Hines refused to stop and led them on a chase instead. Twice during the pursuit, officials say he grew violent, ramming into a patrol car and trying to run over a deputy. They told the press they tried several pit maneuvers and even fired shots to disable the driver, but weren't successful. Hines was hitting the arm, but he kept on going. Eventually... The Cleveland Police Department joined the pursuit. Together, the police and the deputies were able to wreck the suspect's truck in the parking lot of the Jack P. Nix Elementary School. Mm-hmm. Hines was arrested and taken to the Northeast Georgia Medical Center for his injuries. None of the officers involved were injured. In White County, Hines faces charges of aggravated assault on a peace officer. Habersham County officials says he has also been charged with burglary and arson and driving with an unsecured load. The state fire marshal's office is out here doing their investigation, said Habersham County Sheriff's investigator George Casson. They're actually going to be taking the charges of arson in the second degree for the burning of the truck, which actually inevitably and tell where the suspect ended up coming up here in a box truck caused the damage to the truck after doing all of his nefarious crimes over here um, and investigators from georgia insurance and safety fire commissioner john f king's fire investigation unit is looking into the arson the habersham county sheriff's office is investigating the burglary 
the Georgia State Patrol is investigating the, all of the car crashes and the Georgia Bureau of Investigations is looking into the shooting as it is standard practice when officers in Georgia are involved in gunfire. All right, so this case is ongoing. All right, you know how I do it. I always keep it moving. Yeah, this is all in the state of Georgia. This is, this is what goes down. I haven't been in Georgia in a while. I don't know when I'm going to visit, but I'm probably going to be there real soon, see what's going down and stuff. I'll probably visit Columbus, Georgia first, and then I'm probably run around Atlanta and then Buckhead and Bankhead. I don't know if I'm going to go to Bankhead, but I'm going to just run around, see what's going down in the state of Georgia. I hear a lot of incidents and stuff going on over there. Every time I go to the Georgia feed, there's always something going on over there, but... Anyway, let's see what else is going on in the goddamn world of state of Georgia. Let's see what's up. All right, the, the FBI is searching for a dangerous suspect in Metro Atlanta armored car robberies. Stone Mountain, Georgia, the FBI is searching for a Georgia man believed to be involved in multiple robberies of armored trucks in the metro Atlanta area. Officials say a 22-year-old DeMarco Aurarius Glocks Johnson is considered armed and dangerous and used to live, he used to live in Stone Mountain, Georgia. According to investigators, Johnson is wanted in connection with a robbery of an armored truck and Tucker on February 6th, and a, and a different armored truck in Snellville a little more than a month later. A federal warrant has been issued for Mr. Johnson's arrest, charging him with conspiracy to commit Hobbs Act robbery, Hobbs Act robbery and possession of a firearm during a crime. Johnson is described as six feet tall with a weight of 200 pounds. He has brown eyes and black hair. Um, they looking, they trying to get information from the public and stuff like that. They got a picture of him on the Fox 5 Atlanta um, Hobbs, DeMarco Johnson. Uh, I don't know. They ain't talk about no award leading to the arrest for him. So I don't know. He look like he got dredged, but you don't know what the hell he up to. But that's what that's like the biggest thing they got on their feed. They looking for that dude right there. Shit. That one was small right there. I'm trying to see if I could get me another one. I'm probably going to leave Georgia and I'm going to go to Detroit. I don't even want to jump up and say names like that. I'm going to just look at Detroit real quick. If I don't do Detroit, you're going to find out that I'm going to do something else. And plus, there's only a little bit of time left on this goddamn track board for this um, segment right here. I'm waiting for the time to wind down at the same time. And plus, I know I got to do a whole bunch of more podcast segments because everybody getting iffy with me because I haven't been doing too many um, episodes. So I'm going to have to like work my ass off and put out a whole bunch of episodes so everybody could be happy and shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I wish I could be happy with a little bit of money. I mean, goddamn. 2016 Milwaukee killing. Eric Bills, he was found guilty at trial. Milwaukee, a Milwaukee man charged in a 2016 homicide was found guilty at trial on Friday, October 6th. 
Eric Bills, who is 39 years old, was charged with first-degree reckless homicide in the fatal shooting of Jamel McMillan. He's scheduled to be sentenced in November. Police were called to 37th and Concordia on September 29, 2016, and found the 36-year-old McMillan with multiple, multiple gunshot wounds. He died at the hospital. All right. 36-year-old McMillan with multiple gunshot wounds. And the police found him on 37th. And, um, damn, why this thing is blinking out on me? 37th and Concordia. I don't know nothing about Milwaukee like that. According to the FBI, Bills shot McMillan multiple times as a result of an argument over a woman. He drove to McMillan's location. Authority says got out of his vehicle and shot McMillan in the street multiple times before he drove off. McMillan was unarmed, FBI officials said, and an investigation revealed Bills may have been dealing drugs. A warrant was issued for Bills' arrest in October 2016, 2016 followed by a federal warrant in August 2017. The FBI later offered a $10,000 reward. Officials believe at the time he may have fled Wisconsin. He was ultimately taken into custody in May 2019 after years on the run. I don't think they're going to give me more details about. You probably going to have to um, research it, um, go through the Alpha David online, pay like a small fee if you're trying to freak around, mess around to see where he got arrested at. Some of these people, some of these um, these dudes that be running from the laws, yo, know, they, they be getting arrested in different states. I wonder, they ain't give me the details on which state that he got arrested from. Mr. Bills, what's his name? Got them, uh, uh, Eric Bills, you know, uh, a 2016 Milwaukee killing. He killed someone, uh, McMillan. I think they have. Uh, evidence the FBI to have evidence that he was a drug dealer around the streets and he killed goddamn McMillan, Jamel McMillan. All right. So, I don't know. Probably going to jump on on some other news. I, I don't like when they be giving me articles, giving me a small one and stuff. And then I fuck around, put it on the podcast and shit. And then I'm trying to get some more details about the goddamn story. And they only give me a little bit. I ain't digging that at all. Matter of fact, let's keep it moving. All right. A Florida man stabs, kills his brother's friend after he wasn't given a chance to smoke weed. Volusia deputies stated. Deltona, Florida. The Volusia County Sheriff's Office released a new video showing deputies arresting a suspect accused of stabbing a 21-year-old man to death uh, following an argument over marijuana. Joseph McDonald, 31 years old of Deltona, Deltona is facing a charge of first-degree murder and will be held in jail without bond. Deputies said a witness and the victim went to their friend's house in Glen Ridge Terrace Sunday morning to smoke marijuana. Their friend was not there, but his brother McDonald was. Officials said McDonald let them into the home, but eventually became angry when he was not given a chance to smoke and threatened to kill the victim. 
The witness said he was in the garage when an argument began to escalate between McDonald and the victim. He heard the two fighting inside the home and shortly after, the victim came outside bleeding from his abdomen, asking for someone to call 911. He was rushed to the hospital where he died. At the hospital, an examination of the victim's body revealed that he was stabbed. McDonald left the area but was later spotted around 1.15 in the afternoon coming out of the brush along Newmark Drive, about three miles from the crime scene. McDonald was found bleeding with an injury to his left hand, which hospital officials said appeared to be lacerations from a sharp object. Investigations learned McDonald had been living at the home for about two months and had been experiencing significant significant mental illness to most for multiple years i'm sorry uh damn that is just uh weird fighting over marijuana because he didn't smoke so mcdonald was fighting over joseph mcdonald is facing charges of first degree murder and will be held in jail without bond all right so Deputy said a witness and a victim went to the to their friend's house on Glen Ridge Terrace on a Sunday morning to smoke marijuana. Their friend was not there, but his brother McDonald was. Uh, Joseph McDonald. Uh, McDonald let them into the house, but eventually became angry because he was not given a chance to smoke and threatened to kill the victim. The witness said he was in the garage when an argument began to escalate between McDonald and the victim. He heard the two fighting inside the home, and shortly after, the victim came outside bleeding from his abdomen, asking for somebody to call an ambulance, and he was rushed to the hospital where he later died. At the hospital, an examination of the victim's body revealed he had been stabbed. Okay, McDonald left the area but was later spotted around 1.15 p.m. coming out of a, of the brush along Newmark Drive. So that means he was like in the Woodline area. Okay, about three miles from the crime scene, McDonald was found bleeding with an injury to his left hand, which hospital officials said appeared to be lacerations from a sharp object. Investigators learned that McDonald had been living at the home for about two months and had been experiencing significant mental illness for multiple years. I had to run through that real quick. All right, so, yeah, that's crazy. Um, where the um friend, the friend that was absent, they, um, they should have had, like, contacted him and stuff like that. And really, and really... I don't know if that's really your friend. If that was your real friend, you would know that the brother had mental issues, would you say? Like, for real. Me, personally, I only smoked um, weed with certain few individuals that I knew for more than a decade, all right? Those are the only people I smoke weed with. I don't smoke weed with nobody else but them because they have the same um, point of views that I have. Or they look at things the same way that I look at it. And I've been friends with them for more than a decade. So I'm going to always smoke weed with them because I trust them. They don't be doing no extra shit. They're my weed man. I've been knowing him for more than a decade. I only mess with him 
to get weed from. I don't really go to other people that I don't know. If I don't know you, I don't, I don't want no weed. I'm good. I don't have to smoke. You don't even need to be smoking. You see what I'm saying? Like, people smoke for medical reasons. People smoke for mental issues. Yeah, mental issues. And people, there's a lot of... um reasons why people smoke and stuff like that. But nowadays, uh, the economy is kind of messed up, and then you have people that's doing anything for money, all right? And you don't know where you're going to face that adversity where somebody might do something bad to you. You see what I'm saying? If you don't know the person, uh, you, you don't need to smoke. I mean, I'm just giving you my opinion, my experiences, like... If you don't know the person, and that's like, okay, that's your friend, cousin, and you never met them before, that's clear, that's a clear um, flag that, that to, to show you that, oh, we do this another time. Uh, what's the name ain't here, so I'll, I'll come back later, you know? I'll hit them up later, you know? If you don't know certain people, don't deal with it. Don't don't even try to deal with it because you don't know you don't know the person. You don't know you like in this case with um what's his name? Joseph McDonald, whatever his name is, he had mental issues and he's been living at that home for a couple of months, officials say, and that is a clear red flag if you ask me. See what I'm saying? I don't know you. And then you're getting upset because they didn't pass you the blunt. You're getting real mad and real hot. You're getting hot in the pants because you ain't get no doggone marijuana and stuff like that. That shows you um, something is wrong with that picture right there. That's why I'm like, bro, if I don't know you, if I never met you before, I'm not doing that with you because I don't know you. I have no clue who you are. So I'm out. I'm gone. I don't need to smoke. You see what I'm saying? I only smoke with certain individuals that I've been knowing for more than a decade. I've been friends with them for more than a decade. And that's all the people I know. Anybody that they know and I don't know them, I don't fuck around. I stay very civilized at that time. I don't smoke weed. I don't do anything. You see what I'm saying? And, and my friends do the same thing. Well, anyway, we're going to keep it moving with some more debauchery news. All right? Let's keep it going. LeKayon Wood, Woods. LeKayon Woods. Jacksonville Sheriff says body camera video shows officers were justified in beating up a suspect. All right? This was all over social media. They had this um. Do this kid with both of his eyes swollen and stuff. He got the uh, the Florida dreadlocks that all the kids rock and stuff. You know what I'm saying? That spot him, you got him look. You know what I'm talking about. Jacksonville, Florida, a Florida sheriff released body camera video Monday that he says shows his officers were justified when they repeatedly punched, elbowed, and need a drug suspect. Who appeared to resist arrest even after being zapped, zapped with a stun gun and pinned to the ground. 
A suspect's attorney, meanwhile, is calling for a federal investigation of the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office and accused Sheriff T.K. Waters of a cover-up. Friday's arrest of LeCayon Woods drew national attention after the release of a passerby's cell phone video showing officers beating him and appearing to slam his face onto the ground after he was handcuffed. Waters and Mike Shell, his assistant chief for public accountability, told news conference that the officers knew Woods had once been accused of murder was on probation for armed robbery and had been connected to firearms and drug trafficking when they gave chase to him on Friday after a traffic stop. Mugshots taken after Woods' arrest shows him with both eyes swollen shut and bruises and cuts on his face. There was force used by arresting officers, and yes, that force was ugly, but the reality is that all force, all violence is ugly. Mr. Waters says, but just because force is ugly does, just because force is ugly does not mean it is unlawful or contrary to the agency policies. He said all the officers remain on the streets where they belong. Wood is charged with resisting arrest with violence, armed trafficking in cocaine and methamphetamine and other felonies as well. Harry Daniels, Wood's attorney, Harry Daniels, that's the attorney of Woods. All right. Uh, Woods' attorney said he will petition the U.S. Justice Department to investigate his client's beating. It is unfortunate that the sheriff believes that the beating of an unarmed man is justified, Daniels stated. It is obvious that he is complicit and an enabler of clear misconduct by his officers. It is not surprising that the sheriff's office didn't find any misconduct because they investigated it that themselves. They investigate that themselves. Body camera footage shows the Jacksonville officers, including Hunter Sullivan, stopped a Dodge Ram pickup in an apartment complex parking garage Shell said the stop came shortly after Woods completed a drug sale at a gas station. Officers are then seen pointing their guns at two men with Woods, and they surrender without incident. Waters said there was cocaine, fentanyl, methamphetamine, and a handgun that was found in the truck. Uh, yeah, like, they beat them up real bad. I don't know if he was resisting arrest and stuff, but that's what the police officers do anyway. They, like, if you res resist and you're giving them a, a lot of trouble, they will fight you and beat you up. I know some places they do that. They do that here in Texas. They're gonna, they're gonna jump your ass if you like, if you're giving them a very hard time and you fighting back and you resisting. They're gonna jump you. They even got, uh, I think they got like a. A squad like a platoon of dudes that just beat up um, whoever who's whoever's in custody, whoever they got in custody, and that's giving them a lot of trouble. I think they have like a little unit, a small unit, because I done got arrested before in Harris County, and they got this small unit of officers. All they really do is jump um, whoever they got in custody. They jump you and they beat your ass. I seen it with my own eyes. 
So I know they have that and stuff like that. So um, the little young gentleman, he got, uh, according to the damn article, he has like a a history of a criminal history and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Maybe he deserved the ass whipping. Maybe he didn't. His attorney is trying to get the um, the DOJ, the Department of Justice, to get involved into this debauchery. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. But let me see. Should I give you some more debauchery news? I don't think I should give you any more. I'm going to give you something later. I was supposed to give you something last night. But, bro, I got a lot of things going on. You just don't understand. Things could get real ugly for me. I'm just trying to figure out a lot of business moves. I'm trying to get a lot of paperwork done. There's a lot of things going on, all right? So pray for me, y'all, that things go the right way because things could get fucked up for me. And I got to figure out, like, backup plans and another backup plan and another backup plan. I got to have a whole bunch of backup plans. You see what I'm saying? And today was supposed to be, what, Columbus Day? I don't really get into no Columbus Day because Columbus ain't discovered anything, if you ask me, all right? It's all been a robbery, so I don't go for that. The Indigenous People's Day, I could, I could go with that. I could go along with that, but Columbus Day, I never did, even when I was a little kid, you see what I'm saying? I always challenged my teachers when they fucking say anything to me that doesn't make sense. So you could see, obviously, you could see what type of household I grew up in, all right? My parents made sure that I know what the hell is going on. So, anyway, I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to hit you off with another segment. Don't worry about it, all right? I'm a, I got you, all right? Don't get pissed off, bro. I got you, son, all right? So... This is Thinking Out Loud with your man, Ben Pharrell. You could um, follow me on Instagram, which is Box Benji. Just type that in the search engine. All you got to do is type in Box um, B, B as in Bob, all right? So B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. That's the same name that you could type in the search engine to follow me on TikTok as well. So I'm going to talk to you later. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. It's the Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the Bodega.